Lauren, thank you so much for, uh, for jumping on marketing in the metaverse today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to settle into a great conversation about marketing in the metaverse. It's an important topic. For sure. Yeah, I've been listening to your podcast, Freedom with NFTs. And um, I know you've, you've got a lot of cool experience. You're a restaurant owner, I believe. You've written a successful book. You've got your, your podcast running, which is a lot. I'm trying to juggle a full-time job as well as a podcast and diving into the NFT space. So I'm excited to hear your experience and hear how you're, you're making it all work. Thank you. Yes, you pointed out that I am busy and I have a lot going on. And so it's been an interesting journey since I've entered the space and I'm excited to share it with you. Hey, are you interested in marketing, community building, NFTs and crypto, social media and the metaverse? It's all moving fast and it's easy to be overwhelmed. No one knows the future and no one knows exactly what the intersection of these things will look like. My name is Mark Robinson and I do my best to break it down as we connect with leaders in the space and figure it out together. Thanks for listening as we laugh, learn, and lean into the future of digital marketing. One of the questions I actually get a lot, and I feel like it would be good to ask you because you probably do too. Mine, like my podcast is marketing in the metaverse, but I've ended up talking a lot about NFTs, even though my podcast is all about marketing. And so people are like, what's the big deal with NFTs? Like, why are NFTs so huge? Why are you focusing so much on that? So I'd love for you to share your perspective on why NFTs are such a big deal while you're all in on the, the technology and, and that movement. So we'd love for you to share that. Absolutely. So I'm in the age range of mid thirties. I turn 36 next month. And so I remember when web one happened, I was, you know, eight, nine years old living in the suburbs of Dayton, Ohio. I recall when we got our first computer, the big white box. And I didn't know to do anything more with that computer than just play games on it. Mm -hmm. And then when I was in high school, MySpace came out. And again, I didn't know to do anything more with MySpace except come home from school, change who was in my top eight, and update my MySpace page. I didn't know that it was a tool that you could leverage for more than what I knew. And same with Instagram. And when Facebook came out, all I did in those beginning days was post pictures of myself. I wouldn't learn more about these tools. And I've told myself over the last few years that when the next big thing comes out, I am going to be at the forefront of it. I'm going to be a pioneer. So I have been looking for the next big thing for many years. I found out about NFTs in June of 2021. I spent June and July studying, researching them, figuring out what they were. And during that time, I identified this is the next big thing. This is it. So you need to go all in on this technology, learning and implementing as much as you can, as quick as you can, so that you can be at the beginning of this. We're in a massive shift, a massive change right now mm -hmm. in history. So why wouldn't you, knowing that and hearing that from not just me, but many people in the business world, people who are of a much higher status than me, <laughs> why wouldn't you figure this out? Was there a moment where you were like thinking about it or heard of it and then all of a sudden it clicked and you're like, whoa, this is going to be huge? Like what was that? What made it click for you? When I found out that real estate was being done on the blockchain, I was like, real estate is being done on the <laughs> blockchain? This is already happening? 
And when that sunk in, that's when I said, I'm taking action. And I officially took action. It'll always go down in my history of entering the NFT space on August 17th. That's when I made my first tweet on Twitter. Love it. And that and that'll always be the date that I took action in the NFT space. That's awesome. Yeah, I made a tweet probably six months ago that said, hey, just here to make my once a year tweet because I've had it for probably 10 years and I never use it. And then now I use it more than Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or anything. So I'm with you. Yes, I'm, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I didn't know that you were born in Dayton. So I grew up in Mason, Ohio. I lived in Mason, Ohio for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm from Centerville. Yeah, small world. Yes. Um, question for you. So you've got with your traditional business, which I believe is a restaurant, and you've incorporated NFTs somehow into your business strategy for your restaurant. How do you think about that? Like, what's the intersection of traditional business and Web3, NFTs? Like, how did you think about that? And how did you incorporate that into your business? Great question. So I studied, learned about NFTs in June and in July. August 17th is when I took action in the space. And the first thing that I did on my NFT journey was drop a collection from my self-portrait photography series called Find the Hair, H-A-R-E. I've been taking photos of myself in a rabbit mask for over a decade. <laughs> and I dropped that collection. It was a really exciting moment for me. I sold a few of those NFTs. And during this time is when, when I realized that all experts are needed in this space, not just developers and coders and the tech people, public speakers, marketers, copywriters, graphic designers, lawyers, CPAs. And I thought to myself, how can I provide value to the NFT community? So I pulled my favorite elements from the business coaching company I had had for several years. And I decided to amplify the fact that I love connecting with others, speaking and education. And that's how the podcast Freedom with NFTs was born. This podcast started to record in September. Late September, Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking at a real estate conference in San Diego, and I was able to score a ticket the day of. Nice. So I go to this conference. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of real estate agents there. We're in a ballroom. As he's speaking, he shares about NFTs a few times. It was actually the day of the Christie's drop. I couldn't believe oh, I was wow. seeing him on the day of the Christie's drop. Yeah, that's and amazing. When he mentioned NFTs in a room of hundreds of people, only a handful of people cheered. Mm -hmm. We all found each other in the lobby afterwards. And I said to someone in the lobby, I need to figure out an NFT project that generates my restaurant, Chow Chow Piadina, which is located in San Diego, California. In real life sales, I said, yes, it's amazing what's happening digitally in regards to NFTs, but what about in real life? I need people in the door of my restaurant. And that conversation unraveled so much. From there, I brought on a project manager. Her name is Valerie. She goes by VDizzle777 on Twitter. <laughs> and her and I started to develop a customer loyalty program that leverages POAPs and NFTs. So the program looks like this. Every time you come into the restaurant and spend $20, you get a POAP. Every sixth time you come into the restaurant, you get an NFT airdrop to you that includes utility like a free appetizer on your next visit. Hmm. There are five tiers. And the first 20 people to go through these tiers for the rest of their lives will receive 20% off their bill, monthly AMAs with me, a bottle of Prosecco during their birthday month and an annual party for them plus one. 
We've had some roadblocks with the Love project. That. Thank you. We've That's had so some cool. roadblocks with the projects in regards to figuring out the logistics between our team that needs to be serving food and serving wine at a high quality and high standard level and the logistics with this program. And we've worked through those in the last couple of months and now we're putting the project on chain. And I'm very excited about this project. We thought very outside the box on this mm -hmm. and how to leverage POOPs and NFTs and the support from our NFT community in San Diego has been incredible. That's amazing. Can you explain for those of us who are not super familiar with the NFT space what a POOP is? So a POOP is a proof of protocol attendance or proof of attendance protocol. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I might be butchering <laughs> that. But their website is poap.xyz. And essentially what it is, is a digital digital verification that you attended an event. Think of it as a digital ticket stub. It's a free NFT to create and a free NFT to obtain. So back in the day when we used to collect our ticket stubs and save them and hang them on our walls, mm -hmm. this is the same thing. You have your own little wallet that has your POOPs in it and you're able to show and prove that you attended something. And so why is this important? This is important because from the business owner's side, you can leverage those POOPs in the future. You can say, all right, this person attended this event. This is what happened here. This is how many people redeemed them. And it's a way to keep track of what's happening within your business. So it works on both sides from the consumer standpoint and from a business standpoint. They're really great. Yeah. Love it. That's really cool. Um, I was actually listening to your podcast about with DRock, who's the videographer for Gary Vaynerchuk. You mentioned you saw Gary on the day of the Christie's drop and he was there filming Beeple during that whole thing when that went down too, right? He was, so in the episode with DRock, he shared with us that he was sent by Gary V to document Beeple during his drop. And so that was something that was really cool for him to experience and to be a part of. And really cool for me, the day of the Christie's drop to see Gary V speaking in San Diego. I was stunned yeah, so when cool. I saw on socials that he was on an airplane that morning and from there, I was like, well, where's he going? He doesn't have an, an, an event announced. Like, what's right. what's he up to? I got into his uh, V Friends Discord and said, hey, what's good? Like, Gary, where are you going? Somebody said San Diego. And I was like, what? Why? Where? Huh? I get on, <laughs> I dig around and find that he was speaking at a real estate conference. And they actually had tickets for one day sales. You didn't wow. have to buy a ticket to the whole conference. So I canceled all my meetings in the afternoon. And you better believe I was there seeing him speak paid off yeah and you got some facetime with him too so that's awesome not so that day i didn't get facetime with him but this is an important part of how i got him to be on my podcast freedom with nfts i get this question asked a lot lauren yeah. how did you get very gary v on your podcast so it wasn't a fluke it wasn't random there was work that went into making that happen leading up to NFT NYC. So for several months, I had been interacting with him on Twitter mm -hmm. and there were significant moments where he would retweet something that I would say. And when he was in San Diego, I was tweeting him. He was tweeting me from backstage that day. And then when my restaurant dropped our NFT project, we did a Twitter bomb where everyone who was at the In Real Life event tweeted at Gary V, stop watching football, pay attention to what's happening at Chow Chow Piadina, Lauren Curtin, <laughs> San Diego restaurant, a tweet like that. That's some good so marketing when, right there. 
Thank you. So then when we went to New York for NFT NYC, I had purchased a ticket for an offsite event before the main event started. So when he entered the venue, I went right up to him and said, Gary V, I'm Lauren Turton. He was like, Lauren Turton, I know exactly who you are. I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing in the space. We're good. And the reason why I share this story is because people are always watching. Mm -hmm. Whether they're engaging with your content or not, people are always watching. So pump that content out. Keep putting it out there. And also be persistent. It's brand recognition. He saw my name enough times that he was able to remember it. Had I only tweeted him maybe one time, he wouldn't know who I am. But totally. because I'm consistent with it, he has that brand recognition of, oh, that's Lauren Turton. She's doing this and that. Okay, I'm good. I know who she is. Yeah, right. So going back to the restaurant and your NFT strategy, incorporating that into your chow chow, whatever the restaurant is. Um, so with that, there's obviously a big learning curve of somebody who knows nothing about NFTs getting into the NFT space. You have to buy you know, cryptocurrency, maybe that's Ethereum. You have to set up a MetaMask wallet is a really popular option and then purchase it. So what was that like for you to market that when you probably, your existing audience or the audience that you had at that time was not familiar, bought in, or accustomed to like doing those kinds of transactions? What did that look like? Awesome question. So the way that we launched this was to an established NFT community in San Diego. And we actually haven't publicly marketed it yet on our website and our socials. And the reason why is because we know when we do that, it's going to cause some roadblocks in regards to how service flows in the restaurant. Imagine a elderly person who doesn't have a lot of experience in technology, sees on our website that we have this customer loyalty program with NFTs. They come into the restaurant, they start asking our team about NFTs and it turns into a long conversation. Our team isn't able to focus on service. It goes down a route that isn't productive or conducive for a restaurant environment. Mm -hmm. So what we've put in place is this week, I am dropping from my company, Freedom With NFTs, an NFT 101 course. When we market this on Chow Chow Piadina's website and socials, it will also include a QR code or a link to the course. And then when someone comes into the restaurant and inquires about this program, we'll have the QR code that will take them to this course. That nice. way they can get educated on NFTs, what they are, and then how they can get involved in the customer loyalty program at Chow Chow Piadina. Awesome. And I did purchase the course, so I'm excited for that to drop. I'm excited to check it out. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Running a business, doing the podcast, having which running a restaurant is not easy. I've never run a restaurant, but everybody that I know that is in that space, there's it is easy to be overwhelmed in that space. There's just a lot of moving pieces, obviously. And then diving into the NFT space, I feel like you're going all in. And so with that, how do you manage that? I think it can be overwhelming for a lot of people. I know people that are like, yeah, I can tell something's going on. It seems really exciting, but I don't have time to dive down the rabbit hole and get started and devote all this time to it. So how have you managed that? And then if somebody wanted to just dip their toe in or get started, I mean, your NFT 101 course would be a place to start, obviously. But what does that look like for somebody to begin the journey of understanding Web3, NFT? How do I want to incorporate the future of social media and digital art and all these things into my business moving forward? What does that look like? So as far as 
the journey into the NFT space, it really is a rabbit hole that one can go down that can actually get dark and a little bit scary, especially if you're on your journey on your own. So I highly recommend getting involved in a community so that you have support from others. For myself, I have a community on Discord called Freedom with NFTs. We're a small but mighty community. We have about 300 members at the time of this recording. And we're there for NFT education, support, and guidance, a safe space to feel comfortable to ask questions. So really, find a community that you resonate with so you're not doing this on your own. And then as far as businesses that want to learn how to integrate NFTs as an additional revenue stream or to create more opportunities for your business, ask questions. Find a similar business to yours that has done something in this world, in this realm, and just start asking questions. One of the beauties about NFTs right now is that we're so early. Right. We're so early in this and you hear it all the time. But because we're so early in this, the level of support and help is something that I have never seen in my entire life or mm -hmm. heard of from a group of people. So ask the questions, get on Twitter, make it a point to listen in and speak in Twitter spaces every day. An example I'll give you is this week for the new year, Dr. Peace Uche, AKA Doc Peace, her and I are doing a Twitter spaces every day at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we plan on doing this for the entire year. Wow. In just four days of doing this, people's lives have been changed. We have a particular person who owns a branding agency in Atlanta, Georgia, who has come all four days, and I had a call with him today. And he was saying the amount of information, support, and value he's learned from these spaces in just four days has changed his life and his business. So really being proactive, getting involved, getting informed, connecting with a community, and asking questions. Love that. On the community piece, the community piece I think that is extremely, like that's super important to be involved in one if you want to learn about the space. And then in terms of what marketing looks like, whether it's marketing for an NFT or just the future of where marketing is going, I think something that is really important is not to build an audience, but really to build a community. And like you said, be proactive in adding value. What are some tips that you would give someone who wants to either transition their existing audience and build more of a community um, or starting from scratch, build a new community? What is that? How would you go about that? That's a complex question. And the reason why it's complex is because for those that are in the space now who already have an established community, once you pivot into NFTs and start sharing about it, and I know this from experience, <laughs> your community gets confused and overwhelmed and scared and a little freaked out by you because they have no idea what you're talking about. So really making sure as you make the pivot for your existing community to put content out there that is NFT educational content and really break it down in simple terms so that people can understand. And here's one of the beauties about NFTs is for people who are coming into the space now who don't have an existing community or have a very small community, now's your time to shine, my friend. Mm -hmm. You can build this fresh community up from the ground. And what an amazing experience that is. You can provide so much value, so much support from the ground up, and it happens very quickly in this space. 
So if somebody hears that and is like, that's me, Lauren, I want to build a community really quick from zero. You mentioned doing a Twitter space every day. What are a couple tactical things that somebody starting from zero could like could do to create that community? First step is you have to have a Twitter. That's where we're all at in the NFT space. Second step from there would be speaking in other Twitter spaces and showing up to them consistently. And then from there, hosting your own Twitter spaces. Another platform to leverage is Discord. It is where all the NFT projects and communities are. So first getting in other discords to help or to start finding others that are like-minded and that you aligned with and eventually launching your own discord as well. And something else that I've seen recently, especially in the last four to six weeks, are content creators coming onto TikTok, starting with a fresh account and sharing their NFT journey. Mm -hmm and absolutely blowing up. There's a TikToker. Her name is Brooklyn NFTs. I want everyone to go check her out. She's done an incredible job. In only five weeks, she's gone from zero to over 30K. And you can look at her creation style, the template that she's done, model off of her because she's absolutely crushing it. And she's the perfect example of someone who came into this space brand new and has built a community. She sold out her first NFT drop. She has a banging discord now. She's doing it right. Love it. Awesome. Really good tips. Thank you. Um, well, I'll finish with just one question, kind of a two-part question, but what are you most excited about moving forward in the NFT space? And then what are, what's anything else that you feel like was, is valuable to share that maybe I didn't touch on? Maybe it's about marketing and community or just something that's on your heart that you feel like is really valuable to share. I'm really excited and you are the first to hear this. Let's go. That I have been brought on to a large scale NFT project called Tribe X. And this project plans to drop in the next couple of months. It's all I can say for now, but definitely be on the lookout for Tribe X because we're coming in hot and we're providing value to the space that is very unique and needed. So be on the lookout for Tribe X. And then for anyone who is thinking about getting into the space, again, start to find your community in the NFT space. And remember that you can amplify your favorite skill sets, expertises into this space, just like I did with pulling from my business coaching world, what I wanted to amplify in this space. You don't have to become something you're not. You don't have to become a coder or a developer. Believe me, at one point I thought I did. Things got real weird, real dark (laughs) for a couple of weeks. And you can truly shine in the NFT community. And it's all hands on deck. Everyone is needed here. Love it. Where's the best place to find you if somebody wants to connect with you, Lauren? On Twitter, at Lauren Turton underscore, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-U-R-T-O-N underscore. Perfect. I will include that in the show notes as well as Brooklyn NFTs on TikTok. And if I can find Tribex, then I will include a link to that. I don't know if it's out yet, but I will look for it. So thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. 